I guess I don't know. Uh, that's uh, again, that's a new field. You know, I know that for for real estate, I thought that you got to be extrovert. And I remember that uh, first year. I remember I even told my mom on the phone that I don't think I'm in the right place. I don't think I thought I thinking that that is not my spot because I uh, saw that people are doing business with people they know. And I'm from Ukraine. You know, I I really don't know too many people. And I, when I started, my social accounts were at zeros. And I was just building that up and I figured, oh, there's a lot of Ukrainians here, so I'll just do business with them. But that had Welcome to the Freedom Chasers Podcast, where we bring you interviews and discussions that share the stories, successes, goals, and dreams of real estate agents and real estate investors pursuing a life of purpose and freedom. All right, guys, today we have Oleg on the show, and Oleg and his team are on track for just about 400 transactions this year. I know a lot of you are out there, including myself sometimes, that are thinking like, gosh, this market's getting a little tougher. How am I going to handle it? Oleg's like, to heck with that. We did 222 last year. We're going to double it, just about double it, go to about 400 transactions. So to heck with the market, says Oleg, and we're going to talk a little bit about that, his strategies, what he's doing. So if you guys need to pump up your business, you're going to want to listen to this podcast. Oleg, thank you so much. Tell us. What is it that you're doing that's leading to this a lot of transactions? Yeah, Matt. Thanks so much. Thanks so much for having me. Uh, you know, a lot of things. So it, it wasn't the first time, you know, it's not my first year in the business, but you know, um, it's, uh, I started in 2017 and, uh, just went in full time, you know, just, uh, just got my license and went in full time. Uh, that was kind of a mistake. I think, uh, looking back, I should have probably kept, uh, some sort of job. Just uh, just to pay the bills because uh, it was it was tough for probably first eight months, even though I was putting in all of my free time and all of all of the time into real estate. But I think maybe like two three hours a day would have been enough to do the things that are important to to lead generate to let everybody know to use Facebook a little bit, and that would have been enough probably just a couple hours a day until until my name gets uh, you know gets gets to enough people and I start getting uh, referrals. Uh, but I did, you know, I started full time because I thought maybe, oh, if I keep another job, then this thing is not producing results yet. So I'll just, uh, I just won't be focused on it and I'll be focused on something else that's producing results. So I just put my back against the wall and I decided to burn all the bridges and just go in full time. And first, first year did two deals, you know, one first condo sold to myself, second condo sold to my friend. And then there you have it. That's my first full year. Well, this is uh, this is next, crazy, right? I mean, you're you're talking yeah. about pursuing 400 transactions as you're in your first year. You did two deals, and both of them involved people yeah. you know very, very closely. Yeah, but you know, the thing is this: the 400 transactions are not going to be mine. Sure, you know, this is going to be team. as a team, yeah. as a brokerage. That's going to be so. It's a little bit, you know, different, but still, uh, you know, to go back to like numbers, like the first year was two condos total, hundred eighty thousand. Second year was 16. Um, and then basically from then on, it was doubles 36, uh, 60 something, and then 132. And that's when we were a little bit, were like a little team at, at that point. When we had 132 deals 2021, we were a team of three or four. It was four of us. Uh, but primarily everything came through me. Uh, it was all through my cell phone, through my Instagram DMs, Facebook DMs. And I was, you know, I was, uh, I had a, my baby. My first baby was in July, 2021. And at the hospital, I was just on the phone all the time. So that's when I figured that that's something that I can't keep up with 130 deals a year. 
And that's when we started slowly building and, you know, and now it's, uh, right now it's 30 of us. Um, but yeah, we've been growing lately, uh, you know, up to, we are 30, 31, 32. So, I mean, um, 30 agents. I mean, I mean, you're still talking about a production of like 13 deals a month. I mean, that's still one a month per agent. Per month. Yeah. Yeah, I guess, you know. Yeah, I mean yeah. that's, that's I, I don't, it's a solid business, right? I mean, agents can make a living that way. You know, that's uh, brokerage is new to me. Yeah. This this thing is everything is new. Um, I've I'm seeing other companies being run a little differently. Um, it's more of like a, here's a desk, here's a phone. We're more co towards the team, but we don't have two splits. We just we just basically a team with no brokerage on top of us. So it's kind of that's that's who we are. So. 2022, we did 222. <laughs> Finally, like all twos, you know, right. in there. And then this year, probably, well, I'll be happy with 400, but um, we were on track, but now we're a little bit down based on my little uh, board that I designed through Gecko Board. Yeah, Gecko Boards <laughs> it, are pretty cool. It's tied into the days on the mar days, uh, uh, you know, of the year. It's 33% of the year is gone. Based on my projection and how many closings we had, it's projecting, you know, stuff like that. So I've designed it myself. That's amazing. So you're a systems guy <laughs> as well. Yeah, you know, I'm kind of like uh, something that I've been talking lately about. I have a little YouTube channel. I've talked about it that I'm not an extrovert at all. You know, I can I can turn it on when it's needed, but I'm behind the screen almost. I like to sit quiet, read the spreadsheet, you know, that's that's my natural style. But when I need to go to a list, like a listing appointment, three a day is already, oh, that's, that's too much. You know, I'm going to be tired after that. You know, it's, it's surprising so, like, when you see these businesses build, a lot of times it is the introverted person that can be extroverted at times that, that scales a lot more effectively than just a straight entrepreneur or energy person. I guess. I don't know. Uh, that's, uh, again, that's a new field. You know, I know that for, for real estate, I thought that you got to be extrovert. And I remember that uh, first year, I remember I even told my mom on the phone that I don't think I'm in the right place. I don't think I thought, I think that this is not my spot because I uh, saw that people are doing business with people they know. And I'm from Ukraine, you know, I, I really don't know too many people. And I, when I started, my social accounts were at zeros. And I was just building that up and I figured, oh, there's a lot of Ukrainians here, so I'll just do business with them. But that had started happening naturally. I was just putting out some content, not even in Ukrainian, it was in English. And for some reason, it was attracting Ukrainian uh, uh, demographics that, that's in Chicago. They were reaching out to me. And then I thought, okay, well, this is this, I guess this is going to produce some results for me. So I'll do, just do more and more of that. And I was sharing my content into Ukrainian Facebook groups to like even, you know, put it on steroids a little bit. And it worked. And that's how I was able to, you know, to double it every year. What percentage of your business would you say is Ukrainian? Uh, probably like 80 something. Yeah. The rest is uh, me doing calls and mailers and stuff like that with, uh, you know, well, every time we sell something, I make calls around, send mailer and, um, you know, uh, some other leads that I have like uh, uh, for sale by owners, probates, absentee owners, you know. I make calls right now. We have a uh, agent, uh, uh, Sean, he's making calls. He's a, uh, he's uh, inside our office. He's uh, making call. I like an ISA. That's what you call it in yeah. the industry. So he's booking appointments. when you hire your, 
you know, agents on your team, are a lot of them end up being Ukrainian as well, or is it a little bit more of a mix? Um, it's a mix now, but in the beginning, it was all Ukrainians in the beginning. Yeah. Because of my kind of brand, you know, it was, um, I was uh, doing a lot of sales and uh, it kind of, you know, I was a little bit known in the, in the community. And so when I opened up, uh, I was a little bit reaching out and some reached out to me. And so that's how we grew organically. Yeah. I mean, obviously you're attracting now, the people that you're around. And so if you're hanging out in those groups, you're going to get yeah, a lot but of My goal is uh, to make it broad, you know, yeah. like uh, have, have different nationalities and kind of, because I think it's, uh, I think a, mm, because I, I, I was able to get into that uh, little demographics on my own and kind of see uh, how I was able to break in, I think um, I can kind of help somebody else who, who is uh, in a different, uh, you know, from different nationalities, I can help them. Hey, I know how to do this. If you're like, for example, um, you know, speaking other language, I know go get, find the radio because I was on two radios. I'm still on two radios um, and I'm just holding the spot. So nobody get, can get in. And so every lead that comes in, we'll just give it to the team, you know? So I'm just holding these spots and I know these radios work because sometimes I go to like a birthday party or something. Uh, they say, Oh, you that guy. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I mean, I'm listening to you on the radio. So that I know it works. You mentioned the word little, like little niche, right? Like, and that, yeah. I mean, you're going to do 300 something transactions, 400 transactions this year. 80% of them are, you know, connected. I mean, that's, that niche is like two, 300 transactions a, a year. I mean, like that's like two to $3 million probably in GCI. Like that's like, there's a valuable lesson in there that like, as, as you are able to, you know, if you hit, hit somebody with similar hobbies or all these, like, I mean, there's a lot of money in these potentially very small, you know, pockets. And I think we're only scratching maybe like 20% of a total, maybe not even of the total Ukrainian population here that's doing deals. Yeah. Because I know a couple other agents, they're doing 50 deals a year. So that's another 150 that, you know, they're not with us, but it's, a, you know, I'm not, I'm not looking at that little uh, niche anymore. You know, I just, I just wanted to expand. Yeah, totally. I mean, you got There's, some big sites if you're doubling every year. Yeah. So what, yeah, like, a, you know, you know, Chris Lindahl. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, so I know the I'm name, I don't doing, know him personally, but yeah. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to do a podcast with him. He's doing 4,000 transactions. Yeah. I'm 10, he's 10x of uh, what I'm planning to do. <laughs> you know, this guy is a beast, you know, he's with his billboards and everything. He's, uh, yeah, so that's that's somebody I want to kind of pick, pick some, you know, pick his brain a little bit too. Well, and that's the thing I love about business, right? I mean, like, if you look at it, I mean, a, a guy running a team doing 400 transactions is an absolute giant to somebody who's coming into the industry. And yet- yeah you can easily look around and find the person that's doing 10 X of what you're doing. Right. So there's, it's, sure. a, there's, it's never over. And even if you've maybe maxed out what you could do in your space, there's other spaces where guys make us look like we haven't done anything in our lives. So it's one thing I love about it. It's like, there's, there's an unlimited untapped potential that we can, that we can work through. What's your vision for expansion? You know, it's always been a thousand. Yeah. <laughs> it's always been a thousand for now. It's, it's the first thing was hundred. There was a local guy on my market who has been, ha, has a lot of signs on the yards and I've seen his face. He's got a, his picture on a, on a, on a for sale sign. And I looked him up and he's done hundred deals and say, I, if he does it, I want to do that too. It's possible. It's in my market. I want to repeat that. So as soon as I got there, I want a thousand. So I went to some trainings, to some different uh, seminars, uh, uh, 
throughout the country and it's possible now it's in my brain i know that it's it's possible to do so for now it's a thousand you know then i'll see what i'll what, what i want to do but uh it seems like it's a couple more years uh you know depending on what we're going to implement because i'm 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 also um thinking because i reached out to like a radio you know like I'm 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 always living on a podcast. Podcast at YouTube, I'm just sitting there and all the time I'm just in there. So there's different models uh that uh you can go by, but I'm noticing that one of the avenues their uh big teams are doing is also radio, TVs and billboards. That's for seller generations for like uh cash offers. And that's something I'm thinking about. But, um, you know, I even reached out to the guy who does radio. And he said, uh, maybe I was too early because that was last year. He said, you're not ready yet. That's why I liked it, you know, because he was honest. He wasn't just looking for the, for the money. But he told me that you're not ready yet. Call me after a year or two, see see where you are, and then we can talk. But he kind of asked me lots of questions. So that's maybe, maybe that's something we're going to be, like, I know Chris Lindahl does it. So maybe, maybe I'll pick his brand on that. Um, but that's good for seller uh, generation. Like right now, our sellers are coming from cold calls, Google, and mailers. Three pillars. They're bringing sellers. And my referrals. My personal, you know, sphere and people that bought with me, sold with me. That's that's our listing inventory. Have you done all four of those the whole way through? Or did you, like, master one pillar a year? Uh, when I started in the business, I was doing calls for, to, for sale by owners. Um, that was the first thing I was doing, and I was getting some listings, and then videos started to bring buyers, so I just focused on buyers and left the cold calls. And then I went back to calling, um, but not. Uh, I wouldn't say that I was, I, w- I was calling. Uh, I'm not very consistent with uh, calls. That's why we have Sean, who is an ISA, who's, uh, who's making calls consistently. Um, but it's always uh, mailers. I've always done every time we do a sale, we always mail. But Google, uh, I did the Google page that now Google starts to work because I have a lot of reviews and a lot of pictures there. But local service ads also works, you know, local, Google local service ads. But you have to, first you have to have a business page that's established, and then they're gonna turn, uh, you know, kind of qualify for the local ads. But I'm not getting too many from the local ads. I have a budget of two grand a week, I think, or if, thousand a week but i'm getting like one call probably a week maybe and sometimes a couple other calls but that those are vendor calls those are not real calls so it's not really like a big avenue for for but the mailers are doing good mailers i'm seeing like 10x on my you know my on my spend on mailer like every time i sell uh if somebody's listening for for to to get some listings you know every time we sell something we send out like 200 300 mailers i'll get a call from that Maybe not right away. Sometimes it takes a couple months. Maybe people hold on to to that. But I'll, recently we just sent out 300. We got two calls. Maybe one listing is going to be because because one sold off market. I just followed up yesterday with them. But it's okay. Everyone who listens to our show knows Tim and I are passionate about obtaining financial freedom through real estate investing. We also know that everyone's situations and goals are different. And while there are programs out there that show you a path to financial freedom... Many of these programs are just too cookie cutter and don't take your personality, situation, and desired outcome into account. Think about the number of times that you've watched a guru online and tried to do the exact same thing as they did but had nowhere near the same results. You are not alone. When I got started, I was continually paying for courses and getting only partial results until I discovered the path that made sense for me. 
The results prove this out. Most online course creators have let us in on their dirty secrets that 90 to 95% of their students never complete their course and achieve their desired outcome. This is not something that we're okay with. The benefit of working with Tim and I is that we are interviewing between five and 20 people every single week. We have accumulated hundreds of seven-figure strategies and gotten inside scoop from these successful entrepreneurs. We're able to work with you to pick the strategy that will best fit and then help you create the custom plan to take you quickly into financial freedom. As a former math teacher, I always taught my students that the fastest way between two points is a straight line. If you want to get rid of the many curves in the road that can make the journey longer and more costly, then go to coaching.freedomchaserspodcast.com and book a call with us. And let's get you on a straight line path to freedom. And that's just listed just sold postcards. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've tried to, to add generic. Like I've sent, sent 5,000 mailers with a generic thing like, hey, you know, market's good, this and that. There's a lot of buyers. Just just, just uh, let me know. Didn't work. But when I say I sold something next door, that worked. Yeah. Kind of, and then also like uh, for the for the mailers that say, um, I have a buyer and the buyer is looking for specific stuff, like you, and you be specific, like they it's a young family, they've got they're looking for three bedroom townhouse in your area with a basement and two car garage, that 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 is good that that creates calls and maybe you can sell it to your buyer or if not then you got a listing, maybe. When you That's do, a good way too. When you do just listed, just sold type of mailers, are you mailing each person around there once? Or are you hitting them more than once? Sometimes a couple of times, but usually just once. Yeah. But sometimes we do it maybe twice. You can program it. We use Remind through MLS. You can you can put it there, like mail it in a couple of weeks again. Um, but you know, I'm not really farming that little area. I'm just you know, just hey, if anybody's thinking, I'm the guy. Yeah. <laughs> I got a top dollar here. Nice. And you kind of mentioned being introverted and not sure about real estate, not sure if it was yeah. a fit for you. What ended up pushing you over the edge? For to be to 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 start uh, uh, turning on the extrovert when I need it. Yeah, it becoming well, just becoming an agent in general. You know, it's tough to answer. Uh, I was doing something else. I had a little trucking company that I was running, and I was. Um, I knew it's it's time to sell it because uh, the I w I need to change the old equipment to new equipment and that would take I have to go and uh, go into debt and I knew that for I don't want to stay here for a long time so I just closed it. Uh, real estate kind of happened. Uh, it was multiple things. First, I was into YouTube and watching you know people saying talking about real estate investing a lot, so I was I was attracted to investing. And then my girlfriend, now she's my wife, she said, I'm interested to become a realtor for some reason. And she kind of went to some office uh, here nearby and they invited her to a Christmas party. You know, she doesn't even have a license yet, but she's invited to a Christmas party. She takes me with her. And they're talking over there, old realtors, they're talking about financial independence, money, um, you know, like it's all things that I like. And I'm like, Maybe maybe I got to be associated with these people. And that's how it kind of started, you know, getting a little uh, into my head. And like, maybe I should maybe become a realtor first and then I'll be investor. That was like my goal. I would never wanted to be a realtor full time. I wanted to invest and just, just have a hundred condos or apartments and that's it. And that's, that's, I'm retiring and that's it. But it's just, I, I went into sales and started and I, re I did it not. I did not know that I will have to do what I need to do. 
I, I thought it's going to be much easier. It's going to be leads laying on the floor. I'm just going to be doing sales and it's going to be much easier. And then I figured out that, and I even asked the manager broker at that time, how do you get leads? He said, well, um, open house, floor calls. And I'm like, yeah, but I need consistent flow of leads every day. And um, that, that moment I realized that I have to start generating them. And yeah, that's when I realized that I, I got no business that I just sold everything over there. I got this full time. So it's either I figure it out or I have to start changing now or get the part time. So I figured, okay, I'll, I'll try. And I wanted to learn all the avenues. Like I wanted to door knock. I wanted to cold call. I wanted to know how to network, how to do videos, all these things. I need to figure it out because I need to become a mixed martial artist of real estate. You know, I need to know everything. So, but you don't have to really to, to sell 50 houses. You can only have one Avenue that that's working good. That's it. You don't really have to push yourself and, you know, think too much about it. Just, just figure it out. One thing that works, keep doing it. Referrals will feed you and uh, a little bit of uh, maybe money behind it. will we'll speed it up and, you know, but I figured that I, I also took courses on communication, uh, multiple, multiple on sales, multiple on opening up how to talk to strangers, how to start and finish conversations, how to talk on your feet uh, when you ask the questions, like a little bit of a humor classes, bunch of stuff I took. And that's what uh, now sometimes I see like, oh, I can I can use this here. This would work. It's a and always improving skills. Um, when in front of people. But again, extroverting thing is sometimes I have it like I am in the mood. I want to talk, but most of the time I'm, I'm introvert most of the time. So you probably really enjoy the study of all these lead sources and how they work, like being kind of behind the scenes. You're at home like watching engineering. YouTube. Yeah. How it works, why it works. Yeah. <laughs> I guess maybe, maybe that's something that is helping me. I don't know. You know, maybe that's something that I'm using to my advantage, but, um, but if you're extrovert, this is like a natural game for you. Like if, if, if a listener wants to become a realtor, but sometimes the extroverts have one problem. They don't listen, you know, and they don't stay in one lane. Yeah. Oh yeah. Shiny object thing. Oh. And you just start. That's right. Yeah. That's, that's another problem they have to deal with. I got a problem that I need to, you know, always turn myself on and like, oh, I got to be active here. Um, but, uh, yeah, for extroverts, you got to listen, you got to shut up. You got to listen, let the person speak and speak and speak. And sometimes all you have to do is just shut up and they, f they fix it all for you. They'll tell you everything and you just nod your head. But yeah, but for the extrovert, that's, that's tough. I mean, that's really what sales is, right? I mean, it's just being quiet long enough. I mean, obviously asking questions, but being quiet long enough for them to tell you what it is they want and you just hand it to them. Right. Yeah. Right. See, like today we were at the uh, listing appointment. Uh, one of the uh, one of our agents was with me, um, and she's uh, and what I was going through, like the seller, she had she had a little bit of issue, and I felt like maybe selling and buying, she's not going to be able to do because of some issues for the mortgage, and she was kind of transparent. And I start asking a question: What would happen if you aren't able to approve for mortgage? Are you still selling? Are you sure you want to sell? Why don't you keep? You have 3% interest rate. All these millions of questions. And I was just dropping questions and she would just talk, 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 lay down everything we need to know. And, you know, it was just, it was just a uh, very open communication, very intimate. Everything is, uh, but I was just running through different scenarios 
and I wasn't talking much. I was just, you know, just just asking questions. And really, for for the hour of our time, I was just, you know, maybe, you know, just uh, when whenever she had a question, I had to answer. But most of the time, it was just me just giving her scenarios. What would she do if this happened? Because uh, I don't want to I don't want to answer that while we are on the market. I want to, you know, fix everything up front, and then if we end up going to the market, then it's smooth after that. So you got your eyes yeah. set on a thousand transactions. I mean, you've mastered yeah. multiple lead generation sources. Money's probably becoming less and less of even a thought at this point as you're continuing your success. So like, what, what does the future look like for you? Like, do you see yourself in the game long-term? See yourself going somewhere else? I, you know, in the beginning, I thought the hunter condos will, will finish, you know, will, will be, will be what I want to do. And then I thought it's a hundred houses a year. But it keeps it keeps being boring, so I don't know. You know, can't answer that. You know, it, it's like there, I have an eye on a company that's big here in Chicago that has uh, thirty thousand transactions a year that's doing. So maybe there. You know, yeah. <laughs> I don't know. We'll see. It's uh, it's uh, I don't know. I can't say because I can't relax. You know, like even if I go on vacation, I'm still thinking about real estate and yeah. still brainstorming. So it's either it's something it's it's something i can't turn off so i don't know if it's ever going to be like uh you know i'm chilling you know? let me take it easy yeah i don't know yet it's it's, it's probably going to come with age maybe but so far we're just pushing we just we just warming up i talked to somebody earlier today that uh travels to croatia buys property in croatia and it just gets yeah. me thinking a lot about like from time to time i interview people from that, that do invest overseas one of the things she mentioned today was the pace of life in Croatia is so different than here in the States. What is the pace of life like in Ukraine? And what are maybe yeah. some of the either character traits or things that have served you well coming from Ukraine? The pace is slow in Ukraine, okay? <laughs> it's it's not like here. It's just my, my parents just came from Ukraine for a couple months. So you guys are nonstop here. You can't relax. You always have some plans. You know? It's always like so busy here. Over there, it's just, you know, you can you can survive with no job because everybody's got garden, everybody's planting, everybody's got tomatoes, potatoes, everything. Um, so the pace of life is is it's much more enjoyable and, and, and slower there. Uh, what I brought from you, well, I, get, I got a couple of things from my parents. I don't know from Ukraine. I don't know if I, I got language, you know, that's helping me here because the Ukrainians are buying with, with us. Uh, but a couple of things from my dad he's a doctor and he i always since i was a little kid i watched him pick up phone and talk to patients uh and the way he's talking so i see that in myself i see that I'm, I'm just copy of him and my mom is a teacher so i think that teachers are doing good in real estate so i kind of I, I guess i'm just born to be a realtor <laughs> you know just uh, a little piece from there piece from here and then i put it together and i'm selling houses yeah so like it was it wasn't hard for me it was it was like a lot of brainstorming in the beginning uh, to get a, to get good in sales uh, in the real estate. But then it really, it's a piece of cake. It, if you want to break it down, it's just su such a piece of cake. You just want to stay in top of mind, use all the technologies as possible, emails, Instagram, Facebook, stories, reels, all of it. Just get out of comfort zone, put it out there. And the one thing that I uh, and I can say, like, if you're uh, looking for clients buying sellers, then uh, and same thing maybe if the investors are, uh, investors are looking, if you're looking for uh, like a properties to to buy or to get in touch with wholesalers or whatever, 
content, like putting out just putting out content will be the solution because they will reach out to you because there is a need. There's like, if the buyer wants to buy and sell and need to sell that th there's going to have to be an event happening. So they have to, they have to take charge and do something about it. So they will reach out one way or another. Um, so this is like, a. I mean, in the beginning I was, I, I was listening to some content and, and they always been saying the social media is good, but what's the, what's the bridge? How do you build the bridge between content and the client? You don't have to, it, it just happens naturally. So that was something that I didn't know in the beginning, but then I figured I, I'm not doing anything. It's just, they reaching out because it's, that's how it is, I guess. That's how it works. So really it's just, uh, it's no, it's no challenge anymore to, to, um, I don't know how they used to do it with, without social. Uh, it's a lot of calls that you have to make every day to how do you stay on top of mind of your sphere? Just have to keep nailing them. Probably that's expensive. Uh, without electronic signature, you have to keep driving around with a pen. That's takes a lot of time. So right now it's just so easy. Um, so what was I, I lost my train of thought. Sometimes that happens. It's all good. Next question I have for you is, what is the craziest transaction you've had so far? I didn't have any, you know. I had one at the closing table where we were negotiating a essential vacuum lid on the bottom where where my client was making a big deal out of it. And when she found out that it's about to, the time is running out because it's already 5 o'clock, it's Friday, and her truck is full of stuff and she wants to move in and it's only five minutes left. She was like, okay, forget about it. Let's sign husband. So that was like a little funny, but other than that, everything was kind of, I don't know. It was a normal deals all the time. You know, I don't have any stories where I walk into the house and the dog is jumping on me. Like I've heard before from other agents. I don't know. It's just, just uh, regular deals. Yeah. So you've mentioned okay. a couple of times on here, things have gotten fairly easy you know, maybe a little bit boring. Are you the type of person that's comfortable with boring or is the fact that it's getting so easy kind of stirring something different inside of you? You know, I'm not saying it's easy. I'm saying that generating a client is, is a uh, figured out process is uh, unwrapped. I understand yeah. this process. It's generating lead, no problem. Even quality, attracting quality lead to make a call or DM you on social media. That's just takes content. Just put it out, put it out and be creative. That's it. Um, uh, it's not, uh, growing, uh, growing with, uh, 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 just beyond your own capabilities. You know, I can, I, I know how I can sell hundred houses, but, um, it's, it's consuming all of my life. So I need to figure out something a little bit that I can, I can help somebody else, you know, go from zero to 20 or 20 to 50. That's now my, 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 my thing. I like that, you know? Like giving somebody like we do a trainings on Wednesdays and Fridays here. So on Wednesday we go deep into goals. I like to kind of maybe maybe I can maybe I can just say one word that I, it's gonna help shift the mindset or maybe like oh this is great I this is so good like I I had to listen to a couple hundreds of uh, different podcasts uh, episodes every day to to get that into my brain and I would like uh, find what works for me. So I I know all I have all that knowledge. Maybe I can share. So that what drives me now. Um, boring, I know it. Uh, like I thought, it would be so much easier if I could be just, just, just accepting boring. This would be my life would be so much easier, but it's just I can't. You know, it's just how it is. The brain's not stop. It always wants to push itself, and it is what it is. I have to, I have to live with it. So now it's always goals somewhere on top of goals, and uh, 
sometimes I don't even remember, you know, where I'm at, what time it is. It, it's just ridiculous sometimes. You know, I just have to be present a little bit more. That's my challenge. I have no hobbies. You know, that's another problem. I got no hobbies. I like UFC. That's it. You know, it's only like a couple, couple Saturdays a month uh, that uh, that you have a good good shows and nothing else. You know, no hobbies. That's another problem I got. <laughs> You're all in, man. Um, Oleg, right. thank you so much, man, for sharing about your life and your business and just making it look. I know you said it's not easy, but making it look easy you're focused obviously on the right things you've doubled every single year so guys write something you learned from the day whether it's just how he's quickly mastered these lead generation channels how maybe his mindset is telling him hey i could do this this is easy and maybe that's why it seems so much that way but write down something you learned share it with somebody you know so they can hold you accountable this freedom's acquired one action at a time and if you take steps day by day before you know it you too will be living a life of freedom thank you guys for tuning in we'll catch you on the next episode Please like, comment, share, and subscribe. Engagement is like gold to us. We can't do what we're doing without it. Reviews and subscriptions, particularly on Apple, Spotify, and YouTube, are worth more than money. So please do what you can to support the show. 